Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. Hope you had a great week with your business. This week, I want to talk about um, SEO. And I haven't really talked about this topic much in these series of podcasts, but I've, I've been getting a lot of requests from listeners to, uh, for me to cover this topic. So what I'm going to do is, uh, this is actually part of a two-part podcast series on SEO and B2B writing and copywriting. And what I'm going to do is share with you some very practical techniques on how to research keywords for your clients, but also how to use and integrate keywords into your copy. Now, I may be doing this a bit backwards, but in this podcast, I'm going to be talking mainly about how to integrate the keywords into your copy, because that's probably the biggest challenge that writers face. Often, we writers and copywriters, we're given keywords by the client. We don't always have to research the keywords. Sometimes your client will have an SEO firm that does very advanced keyword research and gives you a list of keywords and phrases that they want you to integrate into your client's blog or website. And sometimes you got to do it yourself. But mainly the challenge for us is integrating it, using those keywords in our copy. And sometimes these keywords can get in the way. I've always found that when SEO... Uh, started to emerge and clients started to give me keywords they wanted me to integrate into their copy, uh, frankly, I found it a bit intrusive. I didn't want to have to use certain words. I didn't want to have to use certain phrases in my copy that I write for clients. I want to be free to use whatever words and phrases work best to communicate the message, to tell the story, to persuade their customers. That's what I wanted to do. I didn't want to fool around with keywords. But frankly, it's, be just, it's just become a reality in the world of copywriting now is that you really do need to know how to use keywords and key phrases in many different types of marketing projects that you'll write for clients. The most common types are blogs. Key, uh, clients often want you to integrate certain keywords into their blog posts, but also on web pages and even in white papers and ebooks and other types of online content, you got to be prepared for that. So, how do you do this? How do you integrate and use keywords when you're writing copy and do so so the copy sounds good and natural and it doesn't sound awkward or doesn't sound like you're forcing a bunch of keywords in there so the copy sounds silly? How do you do that? Well, let me give you some tips on how to do that. Now, let me just set this up as a scenario. Let's say you're writing copy for a sales training company. And the sales training company, let's say it's a website. Okay, so their website firm has done some SEO research, and they've come up with a whole bunch of phrases that they want you to integrate into the web copy. And let's say some of those keywords are sales training programs, sales training workshops, selling workshops, sales courses, how many sales calls per day, how do I do a better sales presentation, how many outbound sales calls does it take to close a sale, how to close more sales. So you see what I mean? You're getting keywords and phrases from your SEO company. There may be a whole list of these. There may be 
10, 20 of these. And they may be divided up into primary keywords and secondary keywords. Primary keywords are those that have the highest number of searches. For example, I don't know this for sure, but I would imagine sales training programs or sales training workshops probably has a high number of searches. That's a primary keyword. But how to do a better sales presentation? That's probably a secondary key phrase or keyword phrase, uh, simply because it probably doesn't get a lot of searches, yet it's just as important. I mean, people are searching for that information. You want to attract those people to your client's website as well. So you'll get a mix of primary and secondary keywords. How do you integrate them into your client's website copy? Well, here are some, here's a list of tips that, that may help you. And I'm going to warn you in advance, there's no perfect science to this, okay? Because um, look what's happening. You're, you're given a list of words and you're, and you're uh, asked to, f to put them into your copy. You're asked to f find a way to work them in. That's not usually the way writing works, <laughs> okay? So uh, it's going to feel awkward no matter what you do. And a lot of this is, is frankly, guesswork and intuition and practice. But let me give you some, some good uh, tips that's going to help you. Number one is, to, is don't, don't overuse a particular keyword phrase, especially if it's a primary keyword phrase. So here's what you don't want it to say. You don't want to say, let's say a keyword phrase is great sales training. Okay, so you don't want to, you don't want to write something like this. If you're looking for great sales training, and great sales training is all you accept, all you'll accept for your company, then great sales training can be found here at the place where dozens of other companies get their great sales training. So you can see how that sounds stupid. It sounds you're like, well, you are, you're force fitting the, the term great sales training into your copy. It's gonna sound obvious, it's gonna sound awkward. People who are reading it are gonna roll their eyes. But you might be thinking, yes, but will that get a higher ranking from Google and other search engines? No, because they're on to you. They, they know um, and they're very good at identifying keyword stuffing. Okay, if you're stuffing your copy uh, with keywords, especially one keyword all the time, and it comes across as not very conversational, doesn't sound natural, it's obviously you're trying to technique your way into higher search rankings, then Google and their algorithms and their software have become extremely good at spotting that. Really, really good. Google has some pretty smart software, pretty smart algorithms that they have uh, looking at websites. And believe me, they're hard to fool. They can, they can spot that. So don't overuse any particular keyword or key term, key phrase. So what do you do? Well, here's my tip number two is use variations on phrases. So how do you find those variations? Well, one way is that it's just intuitive. You can, you can guess, you know. If, uh, if one of the key terms is how to close more sales, well, you can say, how do I close more sales? Or uh, what are some techniques for closing more sales? Or closing sales made easy, you know. <laughs> so these variations can work very well. They may not be the exact terms that are most commonly used, but they probably are used. And uh, using variations on a keyword phrase uh, can work very well. And believe me, Google understands this. You know, Google search algorithms know 
uh, and allow for variations on a phrase. You want to use the, the, the primary exact phrase, you know, at, at least a few times, but you can get away with using variations as well to make your copy sound more natural. Uh, like I said, you can guess at variations, but a really, really good online tool that can help you come up with variations, and actually, I'm going to be talking about this uh, next week when I talk about keyword research, and that is a, a website called answerthepublic.com. Now, if you type in a keyword phrase in answerthepublic.com, what you're going to get is a whole bunch of variations on that phrase. You know, you're going to type in that phrase and, and answer the public will give you um, sometimes dozens of variations. I'm looking at some of them right now when I typed in that phrase. How important is sales training? Uh, why sales training is needed? Uh, what types of sales training? And it goes on and on with all these variations. These are terms that people have used to search for things on the Internet. So they may not be hot keyword phrases, but they're alternatives and they can work very well. Uh, and, and you can use them and make your, make your copy sound more natural while using these key phrases. So that's a, that's a one online resource, answerthepublic.com, which might be able to help you. Also, um, let me give you a third tip, is try to integrate the keywords in a way that sounds natural and not forced. That's a little like me telling you to uh, run fast by telling you to run faster. <laughs> I mean, uh, obviously you're going to do that, but one practical way to do that is to make your copy sound not forced and sound natural and the keywords sounding natural is to read the copy out loud. After you've written it with a lot of keywords, read the copy out now, out, out loud. If You should do that anyway with your copy because it just makes you edit and polish it uh, that much more effectively. But it also helps with keywords because if something sounds awkward, if there's too many keywords in, in a, within a couple of sentences and they just sound wrong or awkward or weird, then that's going to come across very clearly when you read your copy out loud, much more so than if you just read it silently. So read your copy out loud and that'll help you make the changes you need to, to make to make your copy flow better, make it sound more conversational and natural and not make the keywords seem like they're forced in. Another way is to use common synonyms, okay? Sales training, maybe a key phrase that your client wants to use, but there's a lot of synonyms to sales training. There are sales workshops, selling skills workshops, sales training courses. There's all kinds of different ways that people say sales training, lots of pseudonyms. And Google allows for this. You can use pseudonyms. Now, uh, some of the SEO gurus out there will say, well, hang on a second. Uh, sales training is a very popular keyword phrase, while selling skills workshops is not used as often by people searching for that. True. So selling skills workshops becomes a secondary key phrase. But still, the idea here is to incorporate primary and, sell and secondary key phrases in an intelligent way that sounds natural. So you need to use some pseudonyms. So think of that when you're thinking of, um, uh, when, when you're looking for ways to use keywords and you don't want to keep repeating the same thing, sales training, sales training, sales training. You can use some pseudonyms and they become secondary search terms you can use. Another tip is to put keywords in your H tags. Now that's uh, HTML, 
SEO uh, term, H tags, or simply means your, your headlines. Your main headline, your subhead, any headline is likely going to be formatted technically in HTML on a web page as an H tag. If you ever looked at your HTML code, you've probably seen H1, H2, maybe H3. These are headlines. You don't have to worry about that so much as a writer, but just keep in mind that put keywords in your headlines and your subheads as well. Not just the main headline, but the subheads throughout your copy. And what that does is it allows you to put in some keywords without you know, uh, screwing up the conversational style you may have in the in your main body copy. Okay, because you can get away with putting a lot of keywords in your headlines and your subheads um, because people don't read those in the same way that they read your body copy. They think of your body copy more as a conversation. They want that to sound natural. Okay, so if you find yourself needing to use a few more keywords and if you putting them in the body copy just looks awkward, Put them in your H tags, your headlines. And there is a lot of uh, SEO expertise out there uh, that advocates for this and says that, you know, that's, that's actually a very good SEO strategy anyway, is to put keywords into your headlines. Another technique that I use a lot, and this comes up when, I'm, when I have to use a key phrase again, and, and, but I can't find a way to work it in without sounding unnatural, so I'll put it in the form of a question. For example, let's say a keyword phrase is sales prospecting workshop. Okay, and I've used that six times already, but I need to use it a seventh time. But I can't find an excuse in the, in the main body copy. What I'll do is I'll put it in the form of a question. So I'll have a line in my copy that says something like this. You might be asking, quote, what type of sales prospecting workshop will work best for our company? Question mark. And then I'll go on to answer that question. So it becomes maybe a new paragraph, a new section of a paragraph. But you see, that's a very natural way to incorporate a uh, key phrase, a keyword phrase, is to put it in the form of a question that your target audience is asking. Okay? So I, just as a reminder, I, I begin that sentence with, you might be asking, or you might ask, and then I put it in the form of a question. And one final tip is, you might be wondering how many keywords? And there's a lot of uh, research and argument among SEO experts on this, and I'm not an, S an SEO expert, I'm simply a copywriter who uses SEO and, and needs to understand it in order to uh, use it in my writing for clients. But r the rule of thumb is this, when it comes to primary keywords, these are the most popular keywords and phrases that people use to look for your clients' products or services. You wanna, you wanna incorporate, your, your keywords should be around one to 5% of your copy. And I actually, I actually make it a little bit lower. I usually go aim for about maybe one to 2% because I find 5% starts to look pretty forced and, I'm, you, know, and you don't wanna risk being penalized by having too many of the same keywords throughout your copy and make it so it looks like keyword stuffing. So I aim for one to 2%, sometimes up to 3%. That's a rule of thumb. Another rule of thumb is the secondary keywords. You can go a little bit more sometimes with the secondary keywords, um, maybe around two to five percent. And again, I lean towards two to three percent with the secondary keywords and and the long tail uh, keywords and phrases. And that's what I aim for with the number of primary keywords and secondary keywords and phrases and long tail phrases. 
that I'm incorporated in my client's copy. You might be asking if you're not familiar with SEO. Um, wow, Steve, you just said long tail. What the heck is that? It's uh, simply means a longer sentence. For example, how to close more sales so I get a promotion. <laughs> that is a long tail. It's a long phrase, but if it's, if it's sufficiently popular enough that people are, are asking that question or a variation on it uh, to find sales training, then that's a long tail. That's a, a, very, a, that's a very good phrase that you might want to incorporate in your copy. So those are my tips on how to incorporate keywords into the blogs, websites, and other content that you're writing for your B2B clients. Next week, I'm going to be getting into how to do some keyword research for your clients because some clients will want you to do some keyword research. Not every client has an SEO firm or an SEO expert that they're working with. Sometimes they rely on you to do some research and come up with some keyword suggestions that they could use on their website and in their other marketing materials. So I'm going to be going over some tips and techniques on how to do that. So until next week, have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com.